0: Guns of Style, we are. Good evening, everybody. It is your favorite host, Demisha, with Politic and As Usual, but this is the Black Friday edition. We are talking about relationships and addictions, and I'm so excited because I have three wonderful special guests. Um, I know how my screen is looking. So to the right of me, I have Miss Melinda King. Down to the bottom, I have Miss Ashley Jones. And then to the other side, I have Larry Hilton Jr. So, who wants to go first and tell them about yourself?
1: I'll
0: kick it off. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So, I am Melinda King. Um, I am a wife of 12 years. Um, (laughs) Yeah, a mother of one very rambunctious seven-year-old. Um, I currently work for a nonprofit. Um, I supervise 53 counties in the state of North Carolina. Wow. Um, I am originally from New Bern, North Carolina, specifically Jane City.
2: Okay. I, whoop, represent, whoop, represent. Represent.
0: Yes. Um, and so I am excited to be here, and I'm ready to see what unfolds on
2: this podcast.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. All right, Mr. Larry Hilton Jr. by way of his own awesome podcast, The Couch
2: Session.
3: Yes. What's good everybody? Uh, you want me to introduce myself? (laughs) Yes. Oh, okay. I just kinda, you know. What's good, everybody? Uh, my name is Larry Hilton. You know, big, smooth, smooth, black, suave, niggardito, hefe Hilton, king, black, the heartbroken people, Hiller himself. This is Larry Hilton. I'm from New Bern, North Carolina. I'm 29 years old. Um, I'm a photographer. I have a podcast. I have a matching clothing line called Canopy of Heaven. Um, I try to. I, I do. I do a little bit of it all. I, I'm pretty sure I'm missing some things right now, but those are my main things. And I, I just started doing marketing consulting, so yeah, I mean, that's right that's now. what I'm doing. Um, you that's really. Many. I'm not too much to tell about myself, for that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just out here trying to chase my goals and dreams. Well,
0: that's all that matters. So we're so glad to have you. And last but not least, one of my good
2: good friends.
0: Who has left me from New Bern and has went on to a beautiful, amazing place? Ashley Jones, and she's not related to Mike Jones, just throwing that out there. Go ahead, Queen. Hi, I'm Ashley Jones. I'm a mental health therapist. Um, I guess I am originally from New Jersey, but also consider myself a native New Bernian. Um, and yes, I'm in Las Vegas, and it's uh, um, Glad to be here. Thank you so much, Queen, for inviting me. Um, I am like your number one fan. You are amazing. Aww. You're my hero. Got and it. so I'm very pleased to I'm very bad at introducing myself. So I'll just say I'm pleased to be here and I'm excited to participate in the conversation. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. So let me just you know, I am originally from Albany, New York. I've been here about ten going yeah, ten years. Um, I am an older woman, politician. I run a nonprofit, and I work a nine to five. I'm a mother of three, been it, been married, gonna be ten years on May fifteenth of next year, so we will be renewing our vows. Um, and I have a lot of life experiences because uh, it took me a few times to get it right before I got the perfect man. So tonight we are talking about relationships and addiction. Um, and the reason why I wanted to bring it together because I think it's so important to talk about relationships, especially when we're in COVID. You know, we have single people. We're we're talking about everybody, and it can be very hard to kind of like date on the internet. Some of these dating apps suck. Um, not that I know, but I do have friends that are are on dating apps and um, addictions because you are in the house um, a lot of the times, depending on what state you're in and what phase you are in and you can sometimes be so addicted to somebody where it could be toxic and you can lean towards drugs and alcohol and that's not always good if you don't know how to control it so i thought it'd be a good idea to have um a male perspective on relationships um and i wanted to have a therapist uh uh idea or thought process and relationships and miss melinda king she comes from the nonprofit world of dealing with the addiction and then you have me absolutely ratchet and that's okay to bring the flavor (laughs) we got to mix it all together we will have um some giveaways and for everybody out there that is watching us i would love for you to participate you can put questions in in the um comments but also we will be playing a game about who you're bringing to the cookout celebrity style and if it's whack and your reason is whack, we're going to go in on you. But so all four of us have to answer later. And it's not all going to be at the same time, but we're going to spice it up. So the first thing that I wanted to bring up is where's everybody at in the relationship? I mean, we're getting personal here. So, like, I'm married. I know Melinda's married. Larry, Ashley, where are we at? How are you, how are you feeling in the relationship world? Let's say that. Ladies first. Larry, I'll let you go. Hey, Ladies <laughs> first. Okay.
2: Now
3: you got it. You up, Larry. Are you really oh. no, go ahead, go ahead, Ashley? Go ahead, you, you know? Wait.
0: Well, so I actually um I'm single like a dollar bill say right now. Um, right now I'm I I'm recently divorced. I'm a recent divorcee. Uh, is that the right term for it? Um, you know, relationships are tough. And what I found through that um, experience is that two people have to be on the same accord, Um, especially when it comes to marriage, you know, they have value shared values is so important. If you're married to somebody that doesn't really value marriage, um, if chances are it's not going to work, or if you don't see eye to eye on very important things you know, that's, that's, um, that can be quite challenging to get through. But so yes, I have nothing but respect for, for, you know, if you can make it work, if you can stick together through the hard times, through the good times, the bad times, especially now in, in these, uh, with these, um, circumstances, it's very stressful on families and relationships. And, um, you know, if that, if that foundation isn't strong, then it's easy to, for things to fall apart, but I have so much respect for people who can keep it together. Cause it's hard work. That's very true. That's very true. And you can't, you can't feel bad. Anyone that is married and ends up in a divorce, you can't feel bad that it didn't work out. I feel like there is one person on this earth for you. And if that person you married to the first time, wasn't it, you're going to find that person that you're going to be with the rest of your life or, you're gonna find that person that you're willing to work through all of the issues because no relationship is perfect to the end of you know time. That's how I feel. Larry, you up next?
3: Okay. Um, my relationship status—I call it a positive entanglement.
0: Ooh, I love that. <laughs> oh, we got a positive
3: entanglement. we starting hot already? Wow,
0: what? A, po- a positive entanglement Now that is going to now be oh. When you have to do Facebook status to be positive <laughs>
3: entanglement Yes I call you know it I a mean? positive entanglement um, So
0: are we Go ahead
3: so Go ahead what was you about to ask
0: No I was going to say are we in that era Where we just don't want a title relationship Or I'm, I'm just asking a general question Because we see You know Jada, and what's his name? What was his name? August, August. Alcino. Yes, August oh. Alcino. You know, now the new word is entanglement, and he has a hit record. I'm just saying, are, are people afraid to title their relationship these days and age? These days and age.
3: Yes. I'm going to go ahead and answer that and say say yes. <laughs> yes. Well
0: why? Why? Why is it I so think, hard to... Go ahead. I I think in general... We're afraid to commit to anything. I think Mm. in general, as a society, commitment to anything is is hard for us. Mm. And so, especially during uh, the social media age, Mm. I think because everything, everybody feels like they have to post every aspect of their life. Mm. When you start posting pictures with people and you start changing relationship status, I think... People are afraid that when it goes bad and then we're not together, then people are looking at me in a different light. Like, she's in a relationship with somebody every other week or every other month. It's a new guy on her Facebook page. So I think it's easier for everyone to just make everything very casual and very relaxed um, as opposed to making those commitments, giving those labels and saying, yes, this is who I'm with. Because again, people change, things change, relationships end, and when they do, then you got to go to your Instagram page and now you got to take all these pictures of old boy off the Instagram page. Right, right, right. That's too much work. That's too much work. Yeah, but that's I, what I, made I, me I be was, careful in I the was, first place. Oh my goodness! But I'm not gonna lie; I am one of the, I'm. I don't want to say I'm judgmental, but we'll see. Um, I'm definitely one of those individuals where I'm. I I know, like, my love language, and I like to have, you know, words of affirmation, and I like public display of affection. So, like, you know, early on in the Facebook realm, you know, I thought it's cute. I still think it's cute when men, you know, shout out their wives or their girlfriends, and they, you know, world crush Wednesday them, or um, I just, I like that stuff. And then for me, with other people, I'm so committed to their relationship. I need to know what happened. Like, y'all was together. Everything was going good. Now I don't see you. I feel uncomfortable because I really want to go in your inbox and be like, what happened? You ain't tell us. So I know it's a lot of people in the Facebook world that that does that. Um, But, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think we should be afraid to have titles. Um, they may not be the, the standard titles of husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, like, you know, you were saying with the entanglement, um, like if you watch Jill, uh, Will and Jada, they, they call their relationship a partnership. Um, and then they do their things that they do. Um, so I think, you know, saying partnership, you know, entanglement, I mean, it's, it's okay, but there has to be, um, boundaries created. Do we not agree on that, that you... I think all relations, there need to be expectations and boundaries. Do we agree? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I definitely yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, think, I think it just depends on also your age and where you are in life. Because when you're younger and you have more time to kind of play around with those things, then you can definitely be in an entanglement. I'm too old to be in an entanglement. <laughs> Stop like, the wise. <laughs> you, you look about 26, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I yes. am not. But so, so I get what you're saying. It does take a lot of work. It does. But if you're going to get in a relationship, it's, I mean, for me, I believe we all need to be in a relationship because we need to procreate and have a whole bunch of babies out here to, you know, carry on the population. Um, that's my thought. That's nothing against any other type of relationship because you can still adopt. Um, I'm just saying in general, I think it's it's important for people to, you know, have relationships because you don't want to go through life like experiencing wonderful things and you have no one to turn to on your on your left or your right. You know what I'm saying? You can have your friends, but friends are not always gonna be around. You want that partner to be able you want somebody to love you. Am I wrong? Well, see, that's what I was saying with values, right? Because that's your value and not everybody shares that same value. I mean, I know a lot of single people that value being single. They value their freedom. They value the ability to date different varieties. You know, some people value variety. So um, I think that absolutely it boils down to, like, like for me personally, I'm not gonna be a part of anyone's entanglement whatsoever because you mess around and get and stranglements with me. like <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um,
2: she's serious.
0: <laughs> i just did it. But um, yeah, no, I I personally value um monogamy, and but we now we live in a society where there's people who value polygamy, who value polyamory, who value. Um, you know, that's that variety piece of it. So if you have that in common, sure, why not? Who am I to judge? But I know for me personally, I want that. I buy that one person that I can vibe with and and bond with and be myself around and not have to worry. I could trust them. Um, Trust is a big thing. But yeah, it's so many different parts of when it comes to relationships that have to be taken into consideration. That's a, that's a lot though, so um, when we're talking about relationships, okay, like what are some of the the not nah, I wouldn't say yet yeah, well, you can have warmth, you know, what are some things that you definitely need in a relationship for you to feel that it's successful from that partner? go ahead, Melinda, so i for me, um, you know <laughs> trust is a huge thing. Um, you know especially over the last couple of years we, we moved from New Bern to Clayton Um, but my husband a lot of his work is still in New Bern or in that that side of the state and mm-hmm. so having to be able to trust him is a huge thing because there are days where we can go without physically seeing each other I mean we save time and, but you know he is on that side of the state right. and I'm over here so trust To me, it's huge. I need somebody that's going to protect me. If some pop off, I need somebody that's going to. Right, right. You know, if you got to put somebody's face in the dirt, then that's what needs to happen. Right, right. (laughs) And then I need a provider. I need somebody that is going to grind and do what they need to do to take care of their family. Um, And with that, I need also somebody. I think one of the probably biggest things about my husband is that he is. A visionary like he sees past today, like he yeah. he wants. Like I don't want to just be comfortable. I want to be rich. Like I right, want to do something right, right. to create generational wealth. And so I think those probably are the the most important things to me in a in a partner. I agree. What about you, um, Larry? What do you think?
3: um Like she said, trust. um and I'm realizing communication is a big one. Um, communication from my own situations and my own relationship right now. Um, trust, yes, like like trust. I got to be able to trust you. I ain't gonna hold you. If I don't trust you, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and communication. I'm, I'm realizing trust and communication plays a big part in relationship. As much as, in relationships as much as I try to make a list of like all the things I'm looking for or I want to be like right now in my life is like trust and communication because communicating is everything, especially when you, when you realize you don't really know how to communicate (laughs) and and you start getting better and better. Like, yo, like life is a little easier. Like within us too, you know what I'm saying? So, um, being on the same track, just being on the same one accord, the same mindset um, that that plays. Always knowing where your partner's head is at. Um, Very true. <laughs> the I just true. always knowing where your partner's head is at. I tell I tell the the woman I'm dealing with now. Like you know, I always communicate. Like you know, let me know what's on your mind, what's going on. Like I need to know where your head at, and I'll always let her know. And it's
0: where, something that you don't want to hear, correct?
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, you can't ask her what's how she doing and. Now I had today. to think about it because I want to be
3: real. I want to be real on you know for the Please, people. Listen,
0: we is being Because
3: <laughs> I don't want to okay. lie. So I want to lie. So yeah, I I listen. even the hard conversations as well.
0: Okay, Ashley, you go, and then I'm going to say my piece. What What are some things you need in a relationship? Well, I want to add to what Larry was saying. I appreciate that perspective because a lot of times we don't communicate certain things out of fear of what the other person wants to hear or doesn't want to hear mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the biggest barriers to communication is you know let me not say what's on my mind because they might get upset or they might judge or they might you know so let me just not say it but i think you're, you're it's so it's so on point to say that you know the stress the importance of communicating where you're at you know mm-hmm. um so i would have to i would have to i would have to say communication too, you know, communication is so important and, you know, if you can't be open and honest with me regarding what's on your mind, what's in your heart, um, then that's not authentic, you know, that's fake and that's the last thing, like, um, you know, if you want to push a a button, go ahead and be fake with me, then that's going to be a problem, but definitely open, honest, authentic communication is key.
3: Awesome. Because when you're so not communicating. I totally oh.
0: agree with everybody. I know um, one of the things that stood out for me was when Melinda said that, you know, her husband is a visionary. Um, and I think that's very important. You you don't want to be in a relationship where both of you are going to be stagnant. You know, someone needs to be able to push the other person or we got to work together getting up that ladder. Um, the one thing that I do love for me and my situation is that um, I have a very supportive husband. We have goals five, 20 years from now. We know where we want to be. We know who needs to be up at the plate and who needs to be in the back right now. And it switches depending on what's going on right now. I'm in the front and he holds me down. You know what I mean? Like when we were getting my podcast together, that's my baby. He's, He's the production person. So I have to have somebody in my corner that is going to... Be my number one fan, and I want to be their number one fan. And then, obviously, trust and communication. Um, Trust is a given, but I think there's levels to trust um, because, like I said, no relationship is perfect. I know before we got on the Zoom, I was bringing up the whole Cardi B and Offset situation, and, you know, he cheated on her, and she took him back. And there is a lot of people, a lot of boyfriend-girlfriend, a lot of relationships, marriages where one person does cheat and they continue on in, in their relationship. So that's a topic I do want to bring up in regards to that. Um, how do you feel about that? You don't have to personally give any experiences, but how do you feel about that? Do you think that you can be with someone, say you, you were with someone for eight years, and mm. they made a mistake? Could it be the man, it could be the woman. Do you feel like, you know, you have the ability to forgive that person and, um work through it because you know the value of the relationship i mean because people do make mistakes so i'm gonna do round robin and start with larry then ashley then melinda go ahead brother
3: okay um if i've been with someone for eight years and they cheat on me
0: they make a mistake
3: are you? Uh, is, is it eight years? Like, is that my scenario? Eight years?
0: No, I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter. how I just do eight years. I mean, because if, you know, you it, never know. I'm it just really saying got you're the... dealing with somebody, and they made a mistake. But you know that they're a good person. You know that you do love. You have to love them. You love them, but they made a mistake. It's just basically they. I'm calling it a mistake because that's what it is. People make mistakes. <laughs> No, you
3: don't agree. That's not a mistake. We, we not agree that
2: cheating.
3: So cheating is not a mistake. Cheating is not a mistake because if if I cheat on cheating if I cheat can't on if I cheat on my girl, I had all the time to think about it as I'm driving over there, as I catch a Uber, as I as I take my pants off, as I as I do the foreplay. Like no, there's no mistake. That is premeditated. That is premeditated murder to my heart. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not gonna. I don't think I could. It really, we really had to be doing some amazing, amazing. And I told you, matter of fact, you know, you, I told you a situation I was in, um, right. but it wasn't. If you want to think about it, it wasn't cheating. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it wasn't cheating. And on top of, I understood, I understood the situation because right. communication was uh, put into play when the situation went down. So I don't think it was, I, uh, yeah, if if you cheat on me though in a relationship and nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to, die, I couldn't deal with you. We had to really be doing some amazing things really? together. Like I understand a relationship is a partnership as well. So I agree with Will and Jade on that aspect of it, especially marriage. You know, it's a partnership and that's always the goal when you date in one person. Um, so, So I'm going to interrupt you.
0: So if someone cheated on you, you wouldn't deal with them, but what if you cheated on them? Would you want them to forgive you,
2: and would you want to continue on with the relationship?
3: I mean, of course I want you to forgive me, but I ain't—I don't cheat. So I don't—you know—black men don't cheat. Come on now, oh. black, oh black God, men don't I'm cheat. Not Come on, Come on. It, it, it's not—it ain't die. It ain't die.
0: <laughs> Listen, Austin is black and he cheated. Moving on. Um Yeah, so that he's I not a man. He's his little boy. Very,
3: his little boy.
0: No. I told Aaron that theory does not work.
3: (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, I I couldn't, I don't, if I'm going to cheat on you, I don't, 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 I've never cheated. So, I really, honestly, couldn't put myself in that position.
0: Okay. I respect it. Go ahead, um, Miss Ashley. How do you feel about it? Well, I feel like relationships are so intimate. And I really don't know that I like the idea of People's personal relationship details being shared with the public. I've, I didn't really appreciate that whole Jada and Will situation, where the intimate details of their private, you know, relationship or marriage were exposed. Even with the whole Cardi thing, um, I think it's it's unfortunate if you're talented and you share your talent with the world, that the world has the right to scrutinize the, you know, your personal life. You know, your personal relationship um i can only imagine how hard that must be um just like as a regular person i can tell you that um you know hindsight is 2020 i think with my marriage one of the things that i learned is not to tell everybody you know your business or share the details of your relationship with people um because you know there's i think especially when it comes to like cheating or infidelity um you know, let's. is that a deal breaker? You know, it's important to know that in the beginning. It, and what constitutes cheating? You know, cheating to one person could be something totally different to another person. So communication, getting it out there. You know, what is cheating? Is that a deal breaker? So if you do cheat, you know, we've already had this discussion. If you do this, you already knew it was a deal breaker. You know, being on the same page about that. Um, but, But when it comes to sharing you know, intimate details about relationships and, and cheating. Um, I don't know. I, I think my takeaway was to to nurture relationships, to get that out in the open, and to keep the details of it private. You know, whatever it is that two people agree on, or three people, or four, when, you know, whatever the dynamics of the relationship is, um, agree on what the boundaries are, agree on what, what the, um you know, what the values are, and um, keep it private. That's my thoughts on it. That's awesome. I love it. All right, Miss Melinda, you're up. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I agree with Ashley as far as keeping your business your business. Um, I think if we're talking about strictly cheating mm. um, or anything in your relationship outside of domestic violence, now somebody's whooping your tail, you need to tell somebody, and we right. need to get help, but or get you a bowl of hot grits. One. <laughs> she said, "A bowl of hot grits, or or, or b-day ass. That'll <laughs> let stop. Let me stop condoning domestic. Okay, yeah. Right. let somebody know. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, I mean, if you know, like, if you, especially if you are not one hundred percent sure that you're gonna leave that person, because a lot of times what we'll do is we'll go run to our family, tell our family, "Well, he did this and he did that." And and then your the family gets all up in arms and we ready to go like kick down some doors and then you and the person get back together and we just suppose like, none of that
2: happened.
0: And right. you know, I think that that's where it gets hard and then every family gathering now, everybody looking at old boy sideways because y'all done had all these situations and and but y'all done got back together.
3: I'm in that situation so right, right now.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Right now. And <laughs> you are ready to walk out the door and you 100% know, I am done. This is it. You need to try to work it out amongst yourself. Now, whether that is work it out together, whether that's with pastoral counseling, whether that's with regular counseling, whatever the case may be. But as far as keep getting your friends and family involved, you should not do that because it's going to get into a lucky situation. Um, as far as like cheating and infidelity, I think, you know, I think we all know it's wrong, but we all also know it happens. And I think you have to evaluate where you are in your relationship and what the plan is going forward. If I forgive you, if I say we're going to stay together, then these are my expectations. And if you want me to stay in this relationship, you have to respect those expectations because there has been a loss of trust. And so now we have to rebuild that trust. And I think your partner has to understand that that is not something that's going to happen overnight. And they have to give you the time and the space to heal and be able to move forward. But what I will also say is if you are the person who got cheated on and you're willing to stay in that relationship, then you have to be able to forgive. Because if you keep hovering that over that person's head and keep bringing it up every time y'all have a disagreement, then it's not going to work. So I think there has to be some give and take and some compromise on both sides. If you are decided we're going to stay in this and we're going to try to make it work. Very, very true. Um, You said something that, oh, okay. So in a lot of relationships, you know um people do you know things do happen and uh they do get forgiven i think that is a very big deal what you were saying in regards to um what i would say is don't if you forgive me don't condemn me for the rest of our relationship but if you forgive the person and you stay with them and say y'all hitting a rocky moment does that validate the ability for you to now cheat on that person, like, you know, two wrongs make Ask a right. Ask that
3: again. Ask that again. <laughs>
0: if if someone cheated on you and you stayed in the relationship, right? Um, y'all having a rough patch and shorty come through, little little sexy man comes through, he, you know, giving you the ill ego stroke and you cheat. Do two wrongs make a right? Do you think your cheating is validated in the relationship because they originally cheated on you like a get back?
3: No. Anyone jump in. Two two wrongs <laughs> do not make a right. Um, nah, uh, two wrongs don't make a right. And
2: the two
0: negatives make a plus. <laughs> no, they don't cancel each other out. No, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. no. If that's the agreement, then mm-hmm. yeah, that's one thing. It's like okay, I cheat on you, I let you cheat on me, you can get some get back, you know. But if the agreement is I forgive you and I will take you back, then to go and and cheat after that agreement, <laughs> then that's that's not that doesn't make any sense. And then you know, <laughs> then it's a cycle of each other cheating on each other, you know. And then that's True. that's also the risk. I think if you cheat on your partner and your partner takes you back, I think that's the risk that you take. Like, okay, is this, is she going to, is he or she going to try to get back at me? Um, Are they going to do to me what I did to them? You know, because there is a little thing called karma, but, but, you know, what should, should it happen? No, I don't think two wrongs, two wrongs don't cancel each other out. Mm mm. I told y'all I'm ratchet, y'all. I'm just throwing this stuff out here so you can see No, those are good. Okay. That's good. That's a good. So thing. does anybody else have anything to touch on that? I, I mean, I was just saying, I also think you have to take it from a gender perspective because I think women are... do really say really emotional. Don't say emotional. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no yes, very emotional. emotional. Women are very
2: yes, emotional. Really?
0: Women are more emotional <laughs> than men. I know it because I am a hot mess. I'm a cancer. So I'm crying at everything. <laughs> so Women are more likely to forgive than men. hmm Yeah. So that what? was that was where it, the
3: really?
0: I, women are more likely. If a man cheats on us, we are more likely to forgive them than if it was the other way around. Um, I think men, I think it's a psychological thing. I think mentally they have a hard time Wrapping their head around ego. their woman being with someone else. I think that is a hard I thing for them. I think it's an ego thing. I think ego. it's a hard mm-hmm. thing to swallow. Yeah. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. We have one more person. Okay, so hold on. We have a break. I want to bring on my good friend, Victor Dove. So he's got to load up. But he is oh, Victor. Um, yes. Yeah, if you don't turn your screen around. Thank you. I'm gonna put it on speaker view so we can see him. But um, Mr. Victor Dove, unmute yourself, please. Are you unmuted?
1: Yes, ma'am. How you doing? I'm unmuted. Doing now. good. Are you?
0: <laughs>
1: you are our,
0: you're our commercial break. So I want you to introduce yourself and tell us who you are, what you do, and all of that in the background.
1: All of that. Okay, my name is Victor Dove. I'm from New Bern, North Carolina. Um, I do a lot of things, but for this commercial break coming to you, I am a perfumer. I'm a drip-for-drop perfumer is what I call it. If you see behind me, you'll see all my chemicals. Those are the materials used to create magnificent, amazing fragrances. And by God's grace right now, I have some amazing fragrances to make your life to make, how how you say it, so you can live your best life.
2: Oh, and, really? Um, the,
1: my brand is called Oculent door I have two, my flagship fragrances are Isioma, which is an Igbo word from Nigeria, which means good smell. Mm-hmm. I also have a female fragrance or unisex called Ishi Uto, which means sweet aroma in the same Igbo language. And most of my, well, all of my fragrances that I, I'll i be creating. I'm trying to tap into the greatness of blackness in Africa. When I say Africa because I believe everybody derives from that land. You know, so many people are at that point where they say, well, I'm not African, I'm American, but I truly believe we are African, you know, so I just want to highlight the beauty of Africa and not, not just what people look at as savagery, you know, because Africa is a beautiful place, so all of my names will be based off some African language, and it'll be the prettier words of the language that can be pronounced as well. But um, thank you for allowing me to be here. My wealth. Oh, I have baby. a question
0: for you before um, you get off. I, I, mm-hmm. I should have
1: figured that. <laughs> I should have figured that. But my, Go ahead um, and
0: give us your social media. Okay. Yeah. So well, we'll- uh,
1: my personal, my personal Instagram, which used to be my commercial Instagram, is. At OG Lifestyle, please follow. That's at OG Lifestyle because I am an OG. Um, and my new my new profile is at OG Fragrance, mm-hmm. which I just created about two weeks ago. So I'm trying to build that up as well. And my website is opulentbrandeur dot com, and that's O P U L E N T G R A N D E U R dot com.
0: All right, look at you, all professional. So, I love the fact that we're talking about relationships and addiction. Oh, okay, we see it. <laughs> we'll tag, it's we'll tag it in the video.
1: It? No, we see it. it?
0: Nope, it's okay. perfect. There you
1: go. That's my so, deal
0: board. <laughs> we're talking about relationships and addiction, and you make perfumes. So, yeah. um, well. Is it perfumes
1: even if it is for a man? Well, I, I like I make perfumes. Parfum, which is a stronger, a stronger version of the original aroma. Um, you want me to break down perfume? Please, because the sister okay. is wrong. well. Well, Oudet Toilet is like a ten percent mixture, or mm-hmm. even less. Toilet Toilets, I don't make it all. That's a watered-down version of an aroma that somebody, a fragrance somebody might create. Then you have a ude Parfume, P-A-R-F-U-M, which is typically 30% or more of the original oil mm-hmm. that's used to make a fragrance. So when I say oil, I don't mean the oils that you buy off the street, because each one of these, like this is called, I don't know if you can read it. But it's yeah, called dehydro right. hmm is a aroma, and it's actually oil. Mm-hmm. But if I was to say, so if somebody said, oh, I want an oil, then I would take this oil to me, and I would put in a carrier oil to okay. give you an oil. So, okay. So, you know, there's a difference. So but on it's, level, it's
0: levels to what you do, you're saying, basically.
1: Yeah, it is, it is. But Ouday uh, Parfum is a more expensive version of a fragrance.
0: Mm, okay, that's what I'm talking about. So when it comes to relationships, do you think that the way a woman smells is important? Like, um, you can, you know, we have, oh, I, man, I don't want to get uh, snipped it and then harassed on Facebook. Okay, but we're talking about levels. So you have like okay. bath and body work, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. You have, um, you know, your celebrity style perfumes and stuff. Then you have the oils. Like, if you were to, you know, uh, this is just a general question. Um,
1: Are oh, you well, talking no, about no. The, the price tag of the different levels of not flavors? the
0: price tag, the the scent. So, okay, here you go. You're married. Does your does your wife have to have like a certain scent where you're attracted? Like, if you, she's walking like is there a certain fragrance because for me like you know when Aaron gets his, his hair cut and he looking all good and he put that cologne on that initiates mm-hmm. something in me to be like okay yeah you know we, we you know what I'm saying so well, is it like that for men with perfume Perfume?
1: I, I don't think um, I don't think all men you can classify that as a is that a man's thing or not I think it mm-hmm. would be personal or particular to that person for me, no, it doesn't take a fragrance. Okay. It doesn't take a fragrance for me personally, but I'm sure it will for somebody. Or I would. I could assume fragrances are more like songs and time. You could remember, a lot of people might remember the song that they danced to in high school time. And that song right. might do something to them. So it depends on what you're doing. Fragrances can take you back to a place such as Dripak. Dracar is a fragrance that takes me back to one of my best friends, Dion Hicks sister's house when we were in the seventh grade and he threw a party. Nothing mm. happened. It wasn't anything with a it was for a girl or anything, but that was a time where we were young and we kind of felt grown because we was at a party that lasted past eleven o'clock. So mm. car was out then and I was wearing Dracard. So anytime I smelled Drac, it takes me to that time. So I don't think I don't relate fragrances. To anything with sexuality, but I do relate it to things of pleasure,
2: Hmm,
0: which
1: sex sex can be pleasure. Is right. That's
0: what I'm saying. So you know, some of these um uh these companies that sell sex toys, right? They always have this one type of product. It's called the pheromones. Is it pheromones?
1: Pheromones, right?
0: Or the or there's you know or there's like um foods that are like aphrodisiacs. So that's what I'm saying. Like. Right, true. So, <laughs> so like I would, I just wanted to know your thought process on, you know, can can certain fragrance um initiate uh certain things, you know, in a man or even well, in a. Well, and I take that
1: back. There was a time with with me and my wife before we were married It was this fragrance called Oud. Oud is very popular now. Fragrances O U D, mm-hmm. and um. Oud had us talking to each other a lot on our trip from D.C. Vic having
3: flashbacks right
1: so now. With the <laughs> Look at Vic. <laughs> it was something with the oud that made us like, is it, is it doing something to you? And we were experimenting with it because after we read about it, I said, let me put on some Ood and let's see. And it, was, yes. so it could have been a placebo effect at that all moment. Right. But Oud okay. for any of you all out there that's looking for one of those aphrodisiac fragrances, O-U-D, ooh, it comes from the bark of a tree, but kings used to wear it so they could please all their concubines. Mm. So that's where it came from. And, do you
0: um, make it? Is that why you're saying
1: that? Well, no, I don't make it. I use well, then we're it not going to promote that. No. Oh, you do? Well, use no, I, I use it oh, okay. in fragrances. I okay. use it. Yeah, I use it in fragrances, but I, I don't make it. It's a natural occurring um, aroma. Uh, it's actually a, uh, it's actually a, like a syrup, an oil that comes from the tree. Oh,
0: okay. So one last question before I let you get out of here, so we can um, you know, get back onto the 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 hot topics for today. Um, if someone wanted to get a, a fragrance created specifically for them, do you offer that services service?
1: I'll entertain it. I've never done it. Um, I'll entertain it, but it I'm sure it will cost something up front if they really wanted my heart to go into it, because I'm a busy person.
3: So How much I am going
1: to pause on my vision to create a <laughs> vision for somebody else. They will have to make it worth my while to do so, And understand. then we'll talk about, yeah. So I've been asked that question. I just haven't embarked on it yet. Yeah,
0: because I know I've asked you that question.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's I'm different like, for you. I'm we'll talk, like, we'll, we'll, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll talk. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, brother. Yeah, All we'll right, talk. so... Again, everyone, this is Mr. Victor Dove. And tell them your um your social media again and how they can reach out and support. Because so this is the Black Friday edition and we love supporting small. Well, I don't want to claim small because it's gonna be big. We love supporting business, period. Um, local business. So if you know what's coming up, what holidays coming up? Halloween, you need to get a present. You know what I'm saying? Buy some buy some perfume. Go ahead, give and, more
1: information. It's, it's a hol- holiday coming tomorrow, which is the best holiday that anyone should buy fragrance for someone special in their life. And that holiday is called Saturday. And it comes around every week. So every Friday, you all can try to contact me to buy fragrance because Saturday will come back again. Oh. But um, you can contact me. I don't mind. My personal number is 252 670 my website is opulentgrandeur.com, and social media is Opulent Grandeur on Facebook, and Opulent, you know, it's OG Fragrances on Instagram, and my personal, which really contains more pictures than my commercial page, is at OG Lifestyle,
2: awesome.
1: and that's on Instagram, and I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Now, I know you're OG, so all you gotta do is just click
0: in, and then you'll
1: hop off the Zoom. I know how to use Zoom, Mr. You know I love you. I probably knew how to use Zoom before you knew how to use Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. It's good seeing you, Vic. You be all safe right, out say, there, man. No doubt, man. It's good to see you, Larry. Yes, sir. You all it down, bro. Yes, sir. I'm awesome. proud of you, boy. You just gave me something to look up to, boy. I'm listening to you. <laughs>
3: hey, I, oh. hey, hey, I'm trying to get like you, brother. I appreciate you, man. I'm yeah. trying, man. I'm trying.
1: I, I got you, OG. All right, fellas, All right, ladies, y'all take care. Awesome, thank hey, you. night.
0: <laughs> okay, that was so awesome. So, where were we at? I know you were talking oh, about okay. Melissa. What'd you say, Ashley? That was awesome. That was so amazing. Yes, I love it. Um, so we what were we talking about before we had a commercial break? <laughs> we were talking about if the other person cheats the two negatives, make a positive. Were you saying that, Miss Melinda? What, what, were, what were, I forgot. Uh, I think we were just talking about the difference between males and females. And oh, yes. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we were we were told we were emotional. Was that
3: it, Larry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> emotional- I do want to say though <laughs> that when you ask that that scenario, when you ask that scenario, if the person ends up, all right, boom, I get cheated on and then I end up cheating on my significant other, no two wrongs don't make it right, but I will say 9 times out of 10 is probably a spiteful moment that you knew what she was doing, and even though you thought you forgive, you forgave. Excuse me, you got proper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you you had a you had a spiteful moment that you knew that Fuck it, I'm about to do this. Right? Cheating, like I said, cheating. Ain't a, it's not a mistake. It's premeditated.
0: Well, I was trying to soften the blow. <laughs> hey, so I'm sorry. Do so so. What about open marriages? Do you think it makes sense to have an open marriage? Like, if a marriage is supposed to be for two people, what what's the purpose of the open marriage? I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Does anybody have a, have an answer to that about open marriages? Do you think they why do they exist, um, or is it just based on those two people and and what um, they agree on?
3: I think open marriages probably exist for two people who was making too much money together and but was just not happy, and it was like, look, I'm going to give you permission to go out and do your thing, and you got to give me permission to go out and do my thing. That sound like some partnership. That's when we talked about earlier, that partnership. That sound like some partnership type stuff, and like strictly partnership, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like some unsatisfaction. So you
2: can't be broke
0: and have an open marriage. You gotta have money. <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> you I see good. what you're saying. That I don't see. work for regular
2: people. <laughs> I just that, that does not work for regular people. That is not no. That,
3: I, if you got open anything, no. I just feel like you just you just kind probably a little bit scared of something. Like like we said earlier, the commitment or you don't want to be serious even if you're not scared you don't want to be serious about something yeah true true um
0: that don't go ahead what you was going to say i'm eating too look I don't listen we it's friday i don't work it's
3: from 9 to 5 it's time hold work. on so can i can i bust open my you beef jerky then
0: this, yes i'm about to go get the glass of wine like listen we're we're talking about relationships
2: <laughs> Yeah, get it.
0: And it's terrible that I'm going to talk about relationships and addiction and have a glass of wine, but you know I'm addicted to my man and he's addicted to me. He ain't going nowhere, <laughs> and I'm not going anywhere either. But okay, so 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 we're establishing you have to be rich to have an open marriage. You can't be broke. No,
3: no, I, I, I didn't think before I said that. Excuse ain't me. Nobody
0: having an open marriage and build a trash thing Like that's just not
2: going. That's not okay. Mm, that's true.
0: That's true, but Joe the, Joe, the Trashman has potential. To be a husband, not uh, not in an open marriage. <laughs> true, true. trashmen get paid. That's not, that's a, they do for picking up the trash. Now, now. But, that's a, but that's a good lead-off question, though. Can you be with somebody or, yeah, can you be with someone that may not be everything that you want them to be right then and there? but be willing to work through it to get to that point where you see that they have potential and that's men and women. I'm going to get that to you, Ashley. Go I, ahead. Um, has potential? Yes, it's all about potential. Okay, I'm trying to love the person you are, the per- person you will be. Yes. But Saying that you if got, they don't have it, questions together. too. Go ahead. In the, in the Are you chat. saying if they don't have it together, would I give them the opportunity to get it together? Right. But I, well, no, okay, so maybe I watched too many movies. The movie was um, Daddy's Girl, and it was with Idris Elvis, I can't say his name, and Gabrielle Union.
2: Okay. And The friends, I remember, you know the, what I'm saying? the three the little friends,
0: girls. Yes. Okay. The friends were judging Gabrielle because he was a mechanic. And then she started to, you know, second guess what was going on. So it's like when someone approaches you, they want to holler at you, man or woman, and it's you can kind of see the potential, but you don't know for sure, but they meet the eyes' expectations. Are you willing to go through that process, do the dating, and, and, um... And try to build a relationship, especially in the times now when the pickings are slim. That's re- that's really the question I'm looking for: is if you know what your wants are, regardless of what your age is, you know what your wants and needs are. This person that is not necessarily something that you wanted or was looking for, would you be open to be able to kind of have a relationship or a date like outside of your expectations? You get what I'm saying? And would you settle? They, well, what you're not settling if there's potential. but that's I'm You have to see, see that those.
3: potential though. You have to make sure that you have to see that potential. If you don't see that potential, then nah, go ahead and move on to the next person. But if you see potential within your partner or a potential partner, I mean, that's up to you. But, put,
0: <laughs> but potential, we, we have bad comments, I'm saying. But potential takes time though. So like, You know, I'm at the bar, I'm single, I've been single for mad years, and someone from the opposite race comes up, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, in in, in culture, like, there's a lot of people that, you know, don't want to date outside of their race, Um, so you meet someone that's not what you expected, and you try it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying in regards to, like, the potential. Like, there's totally nothing that you that you desired. Would you be willing to do that? It's like something different. I think that just goes back to the communication piece. If, if I'm going to give you a try, we need to communicate what that's going to look like because I'm not going to drag this out for 10 years while I'm waiting for your potential to materialize into something. Like, we right. need to be talking about what is the plan? How are you going to get there? Like, what? give me some idea that you are not just saying, oh, I'm going to be the greatest back whatever in the world. And then 10 years later, nothing has materialized. And right. now I've wasted 10 years of my life, and you're still sitting on my couch playing video games. Like, there's nothing wrong with um, acknowledging someone's potential. Mm -hmm. And supporting them in that. But there has to be a plan. There has to be communication. And we need to see forward movement. Like, don't... You can't just be sitting in the same spot for forever. Right. And keep talking about the potential that you have. And that's so funny because we have a viewer, Amit King, who said, how long do you stay with somebody with potential until you throw in the towel? So... How long do you deal with potential before you're like, uh yeah, I'm good? How long?
3: Just like I mean, I, Oh, go ahead.
0: I mean again, I think it just goes to are we moving forward? Like if 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 we're moving forward, then I will I will stick it out, we can work it out, we can support each other through it. But there has to be movement. There's right. a difference between someone who has Potential, potential drive and motivation, and someone who has potential and hoop dreams that has no drive or motivation, and those are two different Hoops things. Dreams. So you know you could have,
2: it's
0: it's a lot of talented people sitting around doing nothing. Right. It's, it's a it's a matter of how motivated are you to materialize that potential into something. Okay. Was you going to add on to that, Larry?
3: Yes, I was. Um, just like you have to see the potential in them, that person has to see potential in them as well um, to to make them like. At one point, I mean, I used to be the guy that worked in a, uh, a warehouse from seven to seven, dirty as hell all day. But you didn't know I was a photographer. You didn't know I took amazing pictures. You didn't know I did videos. You didn't know I had a podcast. You didn't know I sold clothes. Like, but that stuff ain't where I wanted to be. Right. Um, I'm with a shorty right now that's just blowing up right now. <laughs> I'm with I'm with and a I woman. Love her. Yeah, I'm with a woman that's blowing up right now. And shoot. You you get what I'm saying? Like i'm not where i want to be right now but i know my potential but the difference in her being a girl with a artist with a blue check mark and somebody getting to where they want to be is all right am i working towards my dreams am i out here hustling just like she out here hustling or do i not even recognize what i got going on and am i not trying at all so right. as soon as you recognize that, whether it be the man or the woman, as soon as you recognize that this person don't have it, don't have the, don't even see his potential. I've been telling him or her about their potential and they don't even see it. That's when you leave.
0: So, yes, I agree. So talking about that, that brings up a great comment that Mr. Greg Coverdale said. He said he agreed with you, Melinda. He said potential and also and also is the relationship healthy? And then he said, if the person is not good for you emotionally, spiritually, you need to be, find something that is healthy. So that's the whole point of being toxic and knowing when it's time to cut it loose because their lack of potential can possibly bring your potential down, right? Where it's like you're in a relationship mm-hmm. You see the potential, like you said, Larry, but they don't see it in themselves. So you're putting yourself to the side to help them gain their potential, which is draining you. And we're all about checks and balances, right, where you need to fill my cup and I'm going to fill your cup. And sometimes, you know, it's not always 50-50 or 100-100, however you want to say it. Um, So, yes, I I do agree that you do have to – know when it is to throw in the towel when it comes to potential. Ashley, do you have anything to add on to that? Appreciate a man or a person that has a nine to five. I feel like we live in a society that like glamorizes everything or like, I don't know, wants you to be just like so extraordinary. But if you have a good work ethic and you work in five and you work hard, like I feel like that is I value that. So regardless of if you are uh you know, stocking boxes at a store or a VP of a major company, I feel like if you if you are if you take pride in what you do and you work hard, um I can't I can do nothing but um admire that. Awesome. Okay. Um, so let's get to the to the question or um yeah so let's talk about addiction um because you can be I believe people have I believe you can be in a relationship where it's very toxic um but it's like you're addicted to it it's like you need that type of energy to function And then sometimes you have people that are in these toxic relationships and it's like, I don't want to have to pack up and start over again. So they get complacent and they just settle. And to deal with this relationship, they either drink all the time, they may smoke um, or do harder drugs than that. Am I far off or is that something we can all agree on? Is that a mimosa, Ashley?
3: Hey, I wanted to know earlier, too. (laughs)
0: Nah, it's actually a pina colada. Let me see, let me see that thing. It's like that pina colada, uh, naked. Oh, naked, it's naked. You know, those naked drinks, it's no alcohol in it because we know we're talking about addiction, and I'm trying to stop um drinking because I did recognize that with all the COVID stuff and going through a divorce, I was like realizing that you know I was leaning on alcohol more than i should so i was like i'm just gonna stop drinking but yeah so it's nothing but virgin okay, tea for me that's what i'm talking about that's good so okay well that's, that's an a big example. Step. some people don't yeah, right, some people don't see that that may be toxic for them and they just continue to divulge in that type of of stuff um but i kind of wanted to to um addiction i wanted to throw the mic over to miss melinda so you can kind of just talk about it don't have to necessarily be relate with relationships but if you can relate um that's fine but just talk about addictions in, in general like how that affects someone yeah so i mean i think the thing with addiction most addictions start as kind of let's play around with this and see if i like it um, and then it goes from maybe like a social situation to a now it's becoming and I'm doing this every weekend to now I'm doing it every day to now it is impacting my life. I'm not taking care of my house. I'm not being able to go to work. Um, I'm putting myself in situations where I'm driving intoxicated so on and so forth and putting myself in physically hazardous situations. And so that's when... Um, what was something that I was doing for fun then becomes an an addiction Um, and I think I think anything can become an addiction if you know you can get addicted to like you said relationships Um, of course substances drugs and alcohol
2: food can be
0: an addiction sex can be an addiction Um, and then speaks of like Jada and Will. I remember listening to her, one of her red table talks and she was saying how she was addicted to working out at one point. Like she was just working out crazy and had gotten down to like an unhealthy size. Um, so I think anything in excess can become an addiction. I think everything has to be done in moderation. There has to be, um, some limitations on, on everything that we do in life or it can become an addiction. Um, in regards to relationships, um, I think there's a lot of different facets to relationships. And I think it's easy for us on the outside. And I it's funny because I just had this conversation with one of my coworkers because it's easy for us on the outside to see someone in a toxic relationship and say, you need to just pack your stuff and get out while you feel there. Right. But there's so many layers to it. Like we may not know that person's financial situation. Are you financially dependent on this person, and right. you don't have anywhere else to go? Um, you know, we don't know. It's a it's a lot of trauma that goes yeah. along with that, and so
2: yeah. um, that, and
0: I think that's the key word is trauma, mm-hmm. um, because when people have trauma, that's that's where the I feel like the addiction comes from. So, because I, I mean, I'll put myself out there. You know, after the hurricane um, and being out there and, and doing all that stuff, I developed trauma because of seeing other people's tragedies, and I started smoking cigarettes, and that was crazy. And after cigarettes, I mean, I will bust them down. I don't think I was necessarily inhaling them. It was just the action of putting the cigarettes in my face. And then I went over to Black and Mops, <laughs> and it was two years strong. And then um, I was recently diagnosed with um, breast cancer. And part of my surgery, I have to get a big surgery in a, in a couple of weeks. You can't smoke because the skin is unhealthy. Um, and so it was like, man, I got to stop. Um, but it's hard. That's, that's the thing with addictions. Addictions are hard because it's like, it's super stressful. You know what I'm saying? We're still dealing with COVID. You still, our kids are are remote learning. Um, I'm remote from work. It's like the only time I get to go out is if I'm going grocery shopping. So it's like, it's so much going on. It's like, I really need a cigarette. Or I really need um, a black and mild. And I mean, I'm not, I don't judge anybody because I don't know anybody else's story. I just know mine, and I, I was like a, like a little light smoker only two years of my life compared to people that have done it all of their life. Um, it's not easy to quit. It, it, it's definitely not. So um, I know my level of addiction when it comes to substance, and my level of addiction is the same when it comes to a relationship with my husband. Like, don't be saying hi to my husband and you ain't saying hi to me. Don't be Facts. tagging my husband in no post, and you ain't tag me. That's Bay, whether I'm mad at him or not. You? Yes, you have to tag both of us. If you a female, you better tag me and my husband and we friends. <laughs> Don't be <laughs> gotcha. tagging my husband Is it's something you want to promote. Just, you know, tag us both. We we a team. We It's one. What they say? When two come together, Facts. we make one. Mm-hmm. We got the same last name. But that's me personally, so... I'm I'm addicted to my man. I just, you know, he'll tell you, well, if he did get on here, he'll tell you. I'll be like, um, we'll be sitting in the garages talking. I'll be like, babe, where you going? He's like, I'm going to the back. All right, babe, where you going? I'm going to the kitchen. Like, that's how I am in my relationship, and I know based on my addiction. So, I mean, does anybody else, am I the only one that's like that? <laughs> really?
3: Nah, you're you <laughs> not the only one like that. I've... I'm not addicted to this woman, but I could, I've told her she is addicting. Um, I can, I listen to, I'm I'm very observative. I can, I've, I've listened to other men and question certain, why they said certain things, but dealing with the woman I'm dealing with, I can understand why She might say, or other women would say, "That crazy." He acted like this, that, and the third, and it's like, "Well, you, 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 kind of addicting." Um, mm-hmm. so, so you're
0: saying based off beauty or personality? What's the? Where's the addiction in the relationship?
3: Personality. personality. She bad though. Don't get me wrong, but it's personality. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> it's personality. How
0: do you feel about that, Ashley? Addiction. compared with relationships? I can definitely relate because when I was with uh, my husband, I was very much um, like when when things ended, I really went through a period of depression and just questioning life and just I realized how much I didn't really have a sense of self, an individual and apart from
2: him. Mm -hmm.
0: So I guess in hindsight, I can definitely see where there was, you um, like Melinda was saying, anything in excess can be harmful, and so I don't know. Can you love in excess? Can you, or, or do you have to love in moderation? I think that's a really good question. Um, I don't know the answer to that. If I did, I'd probably still be married. <laughs> you, oh my god! If you don't stop, <laughs> do you have anything to add to that, to that, Miss Melinda, or no? I mean, yeah, I think. Um, I think there are those psychological attachments. And you- <laughs> Wait, oh, I have somebody. to I have to interrupt you because your husband is a mess. She said Melinda is definitely addicted to her husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's addicted. So, let me, to you, so but- let me give you some backstory about me and my husband. Okay. So I've known my husband since I was fourteen. We met yes. in high
2: school. Uh, oh, right. oh, man. So.
0: We are quote unquote high school school sweethearts. Now, he will tell you that we have been together since high school. That is the story that he will tell. That story is not true. We had an entanglement. I'm going to use your word, Larry. We had an entanglement (laughs) in high school. We both left and went off to college and then kind of reconnected in 2005 and have been together since. So we've been together since 2005. We've been married since 2008. So y'all had that love and basketball type of, type of love.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> he was, he, all he was saying was you had his heart for all them years. That's all he was saying. Well, thank that you, that Larry. I, I was it. with you spiritually. That's all he was saying.
0: <laughs> That is true. Listen, so, I mean, so we have years of, you know, time together. So I am definitely, I definitely, he is definitely like a part of me. Like, I can't, you know, it, it just, I don't think I could function without him. When we did those deaths, do us part vows, that was definitely legit. Somebody got to die. But <laughs> like, for this to wow. be over right i feel you on that one i feel you on that one so we definitely have those psychological emotional highs um and plus he know if we get divorced his family coming to me so he <laughs> he don't want that type of situation going on. you are you heard that she letting you know okay okay so i okay so i do want to jump in there um for everybody that is commenting right now, it's Greg, because he's going off offer these comments. We are giving away. So whoever has the most com- com- comments, we are giving away a shirt. Larry, tell them what your shirt is about.
3: What's good everybody It's your boy Big Smooth Smooth Black swab, and Don't have a Hilton King Black The heartbroken people he himself you Notice know, this is Larry Hilton The actual creator Of the Cow Session Everybody wants to Always wants to know Larry Larry What does this bear mean Well let me tell you What the bear means First his name is Bozzy B And the bear means Shout out to my people From the 252 You know what I'm saying New burn the new burn bears meets the queen city, the Basquiat crown. i like that crown specifically. So I just mixed it to, um, that's really, that's really, really it is. You know what I'm saying? It's the, uh, it's my matching apparel to my podcast. Go follow me on Facebook at the couch Sesh. You have to type in the couch sess, S E S H. And on Instagram, it's the couch session. You can listen to me on all platforms. It's the best Platform manifest the best podcast out there for the culture. Um, yeah, and okay, Until I have the and dopest like clothing get my line.
0: numbers up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> facts, facts. Awesome.
0: So, so um, we, we could be equal. I'm equal. Yes, um, we are. So, we're to so, yes, collab. We are giving, yes, we do. We do have to. Okay, so I'm gonna ask Ashley, who are you bringing to the cookout celebrity edition and
3: I ain't even thought about my answer. I
0: could bring any celebrity, one celebrity to the cookout, okay? And why? Why are you bringing them? What are they going to offer to the cookout? I always said that if I could go out to dinner with one celebrity, it would be this person. So I guess going out to a cookout is the same thing as going out to dinner. So um, it would have to be Marlon Wayne because I feel like he is so funny and he would have me dying laughing the whole time. Like I feel like a cookout with him would just be so much fun and so popping. Okay. Okay. Marlon is hes still popping. So that's an acceptable answer. Okay. um, Miss Melinda, if you could bring any celebrity to the cookout, who are you bringing? So it's if- I can bring any celebrity to the cookout. I am bringing the queen, Miss Patty LaBelle, because everybody knows Patty's throw down in the kitchen. Like, oh, she don't have a food mix. So we have to bring the queen, Miss Patty LaBelle, to the cookout. Okay, that was a good one right there. That was a good one. Okay, Mr. Larry, who is you bringing to the cookout celebrity style and why?
3: I am bringing no other than Mama Badu miss erica Badu
1: i'm oh,
3: bring i'm bringing her at i'm coming oh, to her I'm coming God. to her with my um, you know what I'm saying on a brother on um, you know what I'm saying. I'm walking oh up. And goodness. then, of course, I probably have my other thing on the other arm, too, because I can't go nowhere without her, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I'm walking up oh in there with, with Erica Vibe, dude, because she a whole vibe, you know what I'm saying? She a whole vibe. And she DJ, too, so it's like, yo, let me get on the ones and twos, play some music real quick. Oh, yeah. She a whole vibe.
2: Okay.
0: She she is. Like, when she was on Versus, she is a vibe. I say verses. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but you know, I'm from New York. Who cares? Um, so, if I had to bring one celebrity to the cookout, I would have to bring. I would have to bring Denzel Washington.
3: <laughs> Lord, she had to do a big dance, y'all.
0: with no why because, Denzel. Like because I I'm just. I'm inspired by him, and he just has this swag about him. Like, we already know how he acts and he talks. I just feel like that's how it's going to be when we're there. And I just feel like he has so much wisdom to impart. Um, You know, he has done theater, Um, you know, a lot of the movies. I just want to, you know, just be able to conversate, con- conversate with him and just see, you know, what's going on. Like, Denzel, who wouldn't want to talk to Denzel? <laughs> Trader Day Denzel? <laughs> y- yes. to <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right. So I would I would definitely have to um to, to bring Denzel. If you're watching and listening and you wanna participate on who you bring into the cookout, put it in the chat so we can laugh and see. Make sure you tell us why. But we do have mad comments. Hey. <laughs> You didn't specify if they, if they are dead or alive. What about if it? it's a dead celebrity? We, okay, yeah, it could be dead or alive. So now you switching your answer? Tupac, because you know I love me from Tupac. Okay. I feel like that would be such a good cookout, no? <laughs> Poetic that's,
2: justice. That's you walk up cousin!
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> LP come put. <laughs> yes. Um... So okay, so one of the um what was Brett saying? He's saying so Brett was saying, what if it's not addiction to a being addicted to a positive person as opposed to your desire to be with them because of their personality and the care and the way they care for you? So I think he's trying to say it's not necessarily an addiction. Um but it's your desire to be with someone um, because of their personality and how they care for you. Do you guys get that? I'm trying to translate, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, it's all about anything in excess is going, is, can be detrimental. So not sex?
2: Sex in excess can be detrimental. Really? In
0: relationships? I think yeah, that I, I think, think sex do. is up there with communication because it's an outlet. Like you you know, you gotta you gotta have a vibe. You gotta be you know, I'm talking about yeah. relationships, you know, not as long is. as you are sexing and communicating. What happens is some people replace communication with sex. Mm. So if y'all are talking about anything, y'all are just sexing y'all way through the relationship and, and not addressing any issues, and then what may have been a small issue becomes a huge issue because y'all have cut communication and replaced it with sex. But what about when you get into an argument and you have makeup sex?:
3: I mean, that's totally healthy. Some things can be communicated without being said. We know what's up. We but know you can what's communicate up.
0: Communicate communicate during sex. you know, oh, I was so mad at you, you know what I'm saying. You communicate
2: during sex
0: I guess No, actually, you don't agree having sex but I can't say that I'm selling uh, it until I get married again but no that's whoa, a little too much information yeah. but what I will I'm say what, yeah, what, what, what I will fun. say but what I will say is is I really agree with Melinda that too much of anything in excess is unhealthy because if you have sex all day every day how you gonna have time to eat, sleep, work, function you know so you have to still even have sex in moderation I mean, I I understand um, in moderation, but what if you have a partner that, you know, is very sexually active? Like, you know, women and men are not on the same level, especially when it comes to age. Like for me, what am I? When I was like 25, I'm 35 now. So maybe like 28, 29, I could have been at my prime. Men, aren't they usually at their prime at a younger age? That's, you know, like.
3: I'm just getting into my prime. I
0: don't think so. Well, if that's true, that's true that, that should, that but I, I think again, I think you have to there are other forms of intimacy besides sex, and I mm-hmm. think that's important to establish in a relationship like yeah, we could easily just have sex, but how what are other ways that we can be intimate with one another and that again, I think that goes to the communication piece communicating. What your likes are, what your dislikes are, like what you're willing to try, what you're, you know, what mm-hmm. you're kind of, nah, I ain't doing that. We <laughs> all, you know, but just, I think, I think sex becomes the easy go to, but we can, de- you can definitely find other ways to be intimate with your partner that may not include sex. Got now, it. that, I, that does sound good. I I respect it and I agree, but what about, in a relationship where okay so you're say we're married right we're married and we don't cheat right and we don't believe in divorce and say you waited to marriage to to have sex and it's not what you thought it was gonna be it's whack is that a reason to divorce somebody um like cause sex sex Uh-oh. is very important in a relationship go ahead i know ashley come on ashley it's whack though because i feel like that's very subjective as well what's whack um you only want to have sex like twice a month um maybe it might not be the size maybe she you know you know we on facebook you know what i'm talking about what whack is why well i feel that, like it goes it goes <laughs> it goes back to that whole potential thing you know if you have if there's room to grow then then that's one thing but if you just ain't no just no, a, no, 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 a lousy, no it ain't a lousy lay ain't no how you <laughs> gonna see potential in if you waiting for marriage in regards to sex you don't know what happens i'm until, saying like no if you get married and you then you have sex and it's not all that what i'm saying is okay what if it's a matter of they didn't last long, well, you know there's things we could do to make it last longer. You know that's potential. Potential is we can make this work. Now, if it's just flaccid, then that's that's a whole that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> but you're married. You don't believe in divorce. So well, you gonna know. have to figure that out. <laughs> but you you find that out I mean, early on, like you like it never happened. So then we don't even have to get a divorce. Like, oh, that's going right. clear in the movie phase. Like, mm-hmm. mm, that's true. That's true. I'm. I just. I just want my. My viewpoint is is I know that you know addiction. We talk about sex. It doesn't have like addictions. Don't necessarily have to be bad. Having a, a lot of sex is not a bad thing. I'm not throwing my business out there. I'm just saying in general. I think that um, you know, sex is at the at a high level in relationships like because for me I feel like sex trust and communication are all on the same level because for me to have sex with you I have to be able to communicate that and I have to be able to trust you um but I don't necessarily um I don't know I don't think that uh I lost my train of thought
3: of what I was trying to say. It was piggybacking off of what Ashley was saying. There's <laughs> folks out here doing doing the nasty and they don't tr- trust each other now, though. That, you ain't got to trust somebody to let me get some of them yams. I ain't got none because I'll holler at you afterwards. There's plenty of people who do who are having casual sex multiple times with so, each other and don't trust. So they're on savage trust. mode. I,
0: yeah. But so when... Yeah, but when you have sex with the individual, things transfer. You don't want that negative juju. You got to be careful. Don't nobody think about that.
3: Them people don't ain't think about that. I, everybody, not. I feel you. I agree with you. But everybody not thinking about that. All that baggage that attached to that piece of penis or puss. Excuse me. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Ain't no.
3: Ain't nobody thinking about that. But yes, I, I feel you. It's an exchange of energy.
0: Go ahead, Melinda. Um, so. I, so there's a pastor in Tulsa called, uh, his name is Pastor Michael Todd, and he does, he did a series on relationship goals. And one of the things that he said is that every time you have sex with somebody, there is a soul tie. So you are connected to that person pretty much for the rest of your life. And so if you were to like create a visual of what that looks like, if you're out here just having casual sex with all these people, then you have all these soul ties to all these random different people and you're dragging all of this from person to person and to relationship to relationship. Mm. And so want to be careful about who we are giving ourselves to. You have to think for a female, sex is someone is putting something inside of your body. Like that is right. a very intimate, invasive thing. And if you're allowing any and everybody to do that, that I mean, that's just a very personal, private thing. And so we have to be kind of aware of who we are just casually having sex with because you are creating all of these soul ties with all of these different people and you drag that that baggage around with you. Mm, I, I got two things out of that. Ashley, do you have something to say real quick? And that goes to values because a lot of people have the – value immediate gratification more than they do any long-term ramifications of having multiple partners. Um, some people value the exchange of energy. Some people, you know, so I think that that's why they're, um, I don't know, I guess all I can say is each his own. I'm not exchanging no energy, no nothing. You have to prove to me you are worthy of my time and my body and all of that. That's that's. But it did take me 34 years of life to Develop these values, but some people just aren't there yet. Some people just want to have fun and and live their, you know, YOLO life or whatever. So, so, ooh, so okay, so Melinda, what you were saying in regards to soul ties and the baggage—that's <laughs> a major thing with relationships—is bringing that baggage from an old relationship, and a lot of us do it. I know I did. Um, How? Like, have you? Have any one of you experienced that? You know, bringing baggage into a relationship, or know of situations, or could speak on? You know, bringing baggage into a relationship and how toxic that can be. Y'all so y'all so quiet. Y'all scared to talk. (laughs) Everyone, what you about to say? What'd you say, Ashley? Die. Um. Okay. So your pods died. Can you hear me? I can hear it you. Work. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know how this things work. Um. But so I. What are we talking about? Baggage, bringing baggage into your relationship and how. Yes, of course, it is. because all. Yes, because all of our experiences shape how our thought patterns are, how our behavior patterns are. So if we go through a traumatic experience in a relationship or an abusive relationship, of course, that is gonna impact how we view ourselves and others and the world around us and how we approach
2: relationships.
0: Hmm. Do you agree with that, Larry?
3: Uh, true, uh, yes, I do. Uh, baggage, kit, you mentioned the word trauma earlier. Um, baggage I think baggage baggage and trauma is kind of the same thing um <laughs> put you know what I'm saying I'll put myself you know out there uh shoot I done been through some right. some stuff you know what I'm saying and it's affected how I communicate with women um, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it has drawn some women away. I've lost women. Because of my trauma slash baggage. Um, yeah, you just kind of got to get that shit under control. And
0: Right, that's true. It's hard. Don't get me wrong, it's hard. Think women, <clears throat> do you think there's more women that bring baggage than there is men that bring baggage into relationships? you think it's equal? Do you think men bring more baggage? I think nothing. I think we all bring baggage into relationships, and it doesn't even have to be from a previous relationship. We bring baggage from our family system and how we were raised. Mm-hmm. So, all of that impacts how we engage and interact with people, period. So, it doesn't even have to be baggage from a previous relationship, which we, we, we bring that too. Um, but, I mean, you know, like I, I'll use myself as an example. My family was not huge on communication. Um, and so I'm not a great communicator, where my husband communicates well. And so that is something that I have had to learn and continuing to learn in my marriage is how to appropriately communicate with people, or especially him. Um, because, and I don't know, I don't know how my parents communicated because so they didn't do it in front of us. I had mm-hmm. older school parents who, when they had arguments or, you know, whatever, they did it behind closed doors. So I never got to see how to have a healthy argument with my spouse because my parents never did that in front of us. And so I think everyone brings some baggage, trauma experiences from childhood all the way through. You bring all that into a relationship and you have to kind of learn what experience to hold on to because that's gonna benefit you in the relationship. And what experiences or traumas you need to let go of, because it's going to be toxic in the relationship, right? Which can lead into you developing addiction and unhealthy addiction, and it's not good for either party in the in the relationship. So yes, that that is that's definitely true. The second thing I was going to say is when you were talking about soul ties and a, a woman, you know, and the man entering the body, and how we have to be protective of that. What's your viewpoint on someone like, um, what's her name? Got the bald head. What is her name? Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Right. Where, you know, it's her kitty cat and she has the right to do what she wants. I know with, with stigmas, it's like women are judged more if we are free spirits, but men aren't. Is that fair? Is that right? Can, can, aren't men hoes if they're out there? No. No. And
3: in women. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm playing. I'm
0: playing. I um, hope oh, you
2: can be real.
3: Nah, look, like you said earlier, <laughs> like you said earlier with the double standards thing, sometimes it's just a double standard. Just like this, men got to deal with certain stuff. I mean, I feel like that's just since the end of, beginning of time, that's just one of them. It sucks. It's a double standard, but that's just... One of the things that women got to deal with. Men don't get the flack like like women do when it comes to throwing their goodies around.
0: Throwing the goodies around.
3: <laughs> hey. uh,
0: do you agree with that, Melinda? The whole Ambrose uh, viewpoint and the judgment and the double standard? I, I definitely think there's a double standard. Men sleep around. they are players that is like a knock in their belt. That is, you know, they society sees that as a positive. Where again, if a woman does the same thing, she's a hoe, she's a thought, she's all those different things, and so Unless yeah, they I playing I think the they game right.
3: Up- you got to play the game <laughs> what right. What does that mean? Like, what
0: that mean?
3: There's, I don't see. Oh, I'll put it like this: I don't some hoes, women hoes, and I don't some women players. Mm-hmm. And, not, and women y'all got I feel like y'all gotta keep it more real than the I don't know, nah. I just, uh, I've seen playing I, women. Your... I've seen women that are players like yeah,
0: so what's con what's consider about about a it? female player because um, you know, kind of like uh coming to America where my man had to go uh soil his royal oats to say why are why why can't women do the same in regards to dating multiple people or having multiple partners? This is not what I'm experiencing. I'm just saying, what's the problem with that? What makes them a hoe? You know, what I'm saying, what makes them a player? As long as she is being honest with everyone involved,
3: we only like tie until, down we only tie down the word a hoe ahead. to sex, sexual relations. Like a player, when I think of a player, I think either a man or a woman, a woman like a woman player. She got a man for every little thing that she need done. She got a man to buy her food. She got a man to fix her car. She got a man to fix her house. She got a man to fix this, that, and the third. Like that's a player. You don't have to be having sex with some. You attach a hoe. You t- you attach hold when you when you start having sex with the person. Just because you're a player doesn't mean sex is involved. Yeah, mm, that's true. That was
0: that's a good point, Ashley. Yeah. You got anything to ask? Go ahead, Melinda. But I think if we keep it, if we keep it a book, if you see a lady and she got a bunch of guys coming in and out of her house, one guy
1: fixing her plumbing. If you a player, you're not
3: going to see him. If you a player, you're not going to see me. What, <laughs> you Come on now, you got to play the game right. That's all I'm saying.
0: But again, I, but again, that's a double standard because a man could be out with countless women and don't care who see it and it's still cool, but a woman has to then do it behind closed doors in the middle of the night so people don't make assumptions about her. Go ahead now. Go ahead,
3: preach this. I'm not saying you that's gotta true. do it behind closed doors. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying there's there's you have to carry yourself a specific way if you wanna be a player. And what? a player and a player like would, a player would tell, tell you that. Like look, listen here. Well, like you gotta you can't be out here doing this. That's some that's some that's some whole shit. Ooh, excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that's some that's some stuff you know what I'm saying like I don't know it's it's the way you got to carry yourself I ain't a player so I wouldn't Mm -hmm. know
0: that (laughs) what you about to say Ashley I agree I agree that um you know women we have power in our you know what I'm saying like that is uh that is not that's a saying for a reason and so I think when a woman knows her power, right? Of course, we we have power in all aspects and realms—from intelligence to to beauty, to smarts, to to you know our our bodily parts. You know, so about your wax, I think that if walk. you, wow, wow, hey. yes. So if you know <laughs> if you know your power, you know, and you move accordingly, then who cares? You know, but I think that the term whole a lot of times come from if a person doesn't respect themselves or they don't recognize the power that they have and they just reckless with it. They move all reckless and that can be a problem. Yeah, But if they feel like Moving they that power. respect themselves, no, if they feel that they respect themselves and they're eternally OK with what they're doing, why do they got to be labeled a hoe?
3: Sometimes we don't know what we be doing out there when we be wilding. You may think you hey, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying like sometimes he- But are
0: we saying that based on society's standards of what a woman should do and what a man should do? Da-da. I think it's I think it's gender. I think it applies to both genders. I feel like a man could be a hoe and mm-hmm. you reckless and you out here just you know, whopping meat with everybody. That's that's gross. You know, I don't think that's cool at all. I think that's to me you don't respect yourself, you don't respect others. You know, that's that's the hope. But if you if you carry yourself with respect and you're just doing your thing, then to each his own. But, you know, who am I to judge? But it is risky. It's very risky. You know, strap up, use condoms, practice safe sex because there's people out here dying. And um, they do have cures and, or um, they do have medicine for some things, but it's a, a lot of things they don't. Right. So y'all be careful. <laughs> <laughs> is that not the truth? I'm done. So, okay, that was good to me. And, okay, so I've had so much fun talking to you guys tonight. I think this was amazing. My first Black Friday edition of just talking about Woo-hoo. regular stuff. Thank you. Um. So I really appreciate the conversation. When it comes to relationships and addictions, whether it's in your own personal life or not, I want you all to leave giving a positive encouragement, single, married, in entanglement hey. to everybody, all the viewers. So I'm going to go round <laughs> robin. Ashley, you give your lasting words to the topic of conversation tonight. So... um There is life after love. If you get your heart broken, if things don't work out, just know that things always get better. And it's, it's, it's not a, if you learn from it, it's not a mistake. It's a lesson. So you learn from it, you move on, you use it to gain strength and wisdom. And, um, you know, mental health is real. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your emotional health. Um, if you, if you have trauma that you need to heal from, uh, better help is a really good platform um there's lots of the, uh, the that's the blessing behind this covid thing is now services are more accessible you can do telehealth um sometimes help now is just a phone call away so um don't hesitate to start healing if you need healing so that's all i gotta say awesome it's on you larry
3: okay um, your
0: lasting word
3: all i would say is uh Work on your trauma as much as you can Slash baggage, work on that as much as you can Um, In every way that you can uh, Deal with it Face it Tackle it And find a solution Um, And one thing we didn't really say That was on my mind a while ago Let's try to be strong enough Not to let people influence us To go down a negative road We didn't mention that Cause I was just like Cause I've never had nobody like Influenced me to, well, had me get addicted to something like that. Um, Now, I've been in a situation where I've been addicted to some stuff because of some situations I've been through, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, like, I used to drink way too much. Uh, After Mm -hmm. too many deaths in my family, close to me, I used to just drink entirely too much. But I knew I was was strong enough in my head, my mindset that it wasn't going to go down the right road. So... Let's just try to have that mindset to be aware, to know that this isn't going to end right, and no one to stop, or and, and, and or no one to find a new route. Shoot, I put the liquor down and picked up a blunt. Best decision of my oh life. My. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it's it's a new, you know, you got to find alternative ways to cope with what you dealing That's with, and you the, just got to be wise.
0: Hopefully, the blunt has CBD in there. Yes,
3: CBD. All See we did. See.
0: All right. Miss uh, right. <laughs> Melinda. Go ahead. So, I would just say respect yourself, love yourself. Um whatever your situation is, whether you're married, whether you're dating, whether you're in an entanglement, whether you're playing the field and trying to figure out what it is that you want in life, um just make sure that you're you're doing it because you want to do it and not because um somebody else wants you to do, and that you respect you respect yourself in, in whatever that process is. Um, and the other thing I would say is just check on your people, because <laughs> I think that's a big thing. I think right now, uh, especially right now, a lot of people feel isolated. Um, mm-hmm. I think that even pre-COVID, we are so used to being behind these screens and on Facebook and on social media that we have lost the art of communication and having conversations with people and just checking in on people and so check on your check on your people. Just check or just call them and say how you doing. Um, because you never know what somebody's going through and you may be the person that called that helped them out that day. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: Awesome. so
0: y'all know I gotta run it down. So I just want to say thank you again to Ashley Jones, Melinda King, Larry Hilton Jr. for joining me on my first Politicking as usual Black Friday edition. Shout out to Victor Dove for coming on for my first commercial and talking about his excellent special perfume. Is it perfume? Did I get it right? Perfume. 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 Okay, y'all. Perfume. perfume. Okay. And then we also <laughs> are giving away one of Larry's Shirt. It looks like we have to give it to Greg Coverdale because he's been in the comments going in. So, Greg, mm-hmm. if you're watching still, please drop your shirt size. We will be sending you a shirt.
3: I got you. Greg. Last
0: but not least, everybody watching, or they're gonna rock. Watch the rewind, rewind. I'm stumbling over my words because I need to have a drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me stop. Um, don't forget to register to vote. Don't forget Woo. to vote. That's November third. Right. It's very important. You can vote early. Last but not least, catch me every Thursday on the same platform, Talking Politics. And then the next Friday, the 25th, we will be on here with the owner of Above the Roof, Max Oglesby. And we're talking about everything legalizing cannabis. Oh, medical cannabis. I'm in there. So that's next Friday at 7 p.m. If you want to hop on now, Larry, don't play.
3: Hey, Y'all talk. Y'all talk. Anybody now.
0: that is yeah, we are. And anybody that, you know, where these are real conversations, there's topics. If you're following the page, throw stuff up there if you want us to, to have these those conversations. And join the live. Like, I will give you the Zoom link, and you can hop on there. And don't forget, remember, if you're bringing somebody to the cookout, <laughs> drop those in the comments, too. Again, I love you guys. I appreciate the conversation. Love you. Go have love a drink. You. Drink Thank some more you. orange juice.
2: Thank you, <laughs> bye Y'all know what I'm about to do <laughs> bye <laughs> <you>
3: later <laughs> Bye <laughs> What's good everybody It's your boy Big Smooth Smooth Black Suave Niggadito Jefe Hilton King Black The heartbroken people healing himself And that was just a little uh, Politicking A little politicking Shout out to my uh My homie Jamisha Harris A new brand, North Carolina Alderwin Alderwoman Jamisha Harris Excuse me Put a little bit of respect On her name So shoot Y'all know what we talked about We talked about addiction We talked about relationships Love You know what I'm saying It was It was, it was lit So I hope you liked it You know what I'm saying Share it Go back and listen to it Two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight more times, and uh, um, learn something. So, shoot. I appreciate y'all tuning in. This is matter of fact, <laughs> matter of fact, y'all. This is not even the cow session, but I do want to, uh, matter of fact, get the goddamn, uh, get the, the name of it right. This is politicking as usual, the Black Friday adi- Edition, featuring Jamisha Harris, this is her thing. And uh it's a little, little intertwined with the cow session. So, yeah. Appreciate y'all. We all.